0: This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with the Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. You know, we always need some motivation, but when it is cold outside, and let me tell you, lately, it is so incredibly cold outside that we need some winter workout tips to help keep us motivated. And here to share some great tips with us is Sarah Walls. She has over 15 years of experience in coaching and personal training, and she is the owner of SAPT Strength and Performance Trading, Inc., founded in 2007. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you. Good to be here.
0: You know, it's so nice to have you on, you know, I moved from the West coast to the East coast. It'll be eight, it's 18 years in a few months. And when I first moved here, I thought I'm never going to work out outside. I'm going to be homebound all winter and my husband said look you're going to go nuts just get some long johns get some good clothes and get your butt out the door and let me tell you it changed everything yeah and this winter is is ex- extremely brutal i mean we're having you know record lows but for like the normal you know it's 20 yeah. degrees <laughs> let's go work out when it's below zero let's maybe not but right. um so it, right it's been curved a bit but I think it's so important that we don't let the winter keep us indoors, so Sarah, before I bring you in, tell us about to talk about this topic. Tell us a little bit about yourself and when you first got interested in uh strength training and healthy living and all that good stuff.
1: yeah, um I mean, <clears throat> I got interested, gosh, probably when I was like fourteen or fifteen years old. Um, my stepfather had just kind of your regular commercial gym that he owned um and you know, I kind of worked there during summers and stuff, and uh, once I got into college. I went through a period of time where all of a sudden, you know, like a lot of college students do, where I sort of like woke up one morning, and I was like, okay, you know, I don't like how I feel, I don't like how I look, um, I need to do something about this. And uh, and so I did um, and just kind of uh, felt my way through it when I was in college and ended up, you know, just loving it so much, being so passionate about it um, and just having so much fun with exercise myself that I turned it into a career Um, you know, and kind of went back and got the education and the experience, um, and, you know, moved forward with it. So that's, uh, that's sort of my story.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, let's jump into these six winter workout tips to keep you motivated. The first one is enlist a workout partner.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the workout partner is, is my number one, you know, I put that there for a reason. um, Because I think it's just it's, it's such a difference maker when you have someone that's expecting to see you, you know, and um, not only from, you know, the idea that uh, you're less likely to sort of just not show up when your your friend or your spouse or whoever it is is waiting for you at the gym or outside, um, wherever it might be, um, that's a huge thing in and of itself, but you're also likely to kind of push a little bit harder um you can start to share ideas back and forth about what do we want to try um you know what have you seen that type of a thing and so i think it's just it's just absolutely huge to have that kind of support um and have somebody that's that's just there for you um i mean even even for myself and the coaches that i work with we all like to have training partners um because it's just it's again it's just somebody that's pushing you forward we're always trying to see improvements in ourselves, I think, no matter what level we're at. Um, and the, the workout partner can pretty easily help help get that done.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. It makes a big difference. And like you said, when you know somebody's waiting for you, it's a huge incentive to get your butt there. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I mean, and like you said, it's so cold, at least on the East Coast and where I'm sitting right yes. now, um, <laughs> oh. that I think even a workout partner is going to help you get out and get to the gym on a day like today.
0: I think so too. All right. Number two is stay focused on healthy eating because then, you know, I mean, we just had the holidays, mm-hmm. and I think with this extra, extra cold. I, w- I mean, I don't eat a lot of junk and I didn't, but I did eat more, I noticed, because I was, you know, I didn't leave the house for like seven days. I mean, my daughter yeah. had a cold, so I had to be home. And then I didn't really want to go out and work out outside like I usually do this time of year. And so I would just find myself snacking more and eating more. And I just wanted to like curl up in a little cocoon, you know, and eat yeah. and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It's so easy to do for all the reasons you just listed. You know, we just got through the holidays. Yeah. It's freezing um we're likely to just be inside more and boredom you know is is a big trigger oh, for for going and and snacking um the the holidays and whatever it is that you know has been given to you or that you've made or whatever it is you're surrounded by that's probably really delicious you know you're going to want to eat that as well um and and it's great to indulge and to try little little things here and there um but i think sometimes you know with this idea of focus on healthy eating it doesn't have to be all or none. Um, so, you know, like maybe the last week for a lot of people hasn't been ideal, um, but let's course correct, you know, right now um, or next week or whenever whenever we have the opportunity. Um, so I think, uh, again, it doesn't have to be that, that all or none. And when you're focusing on the healthy eating, um, dive into vegetables, you know, colorful fruits, colorful vegetables, um, things that you're making at home. Uh, That old idea of, you know, shop around the perimeter of the grocery store is super helpful um, if you're trying to make that more of a focus for yourself. um, And that's where you can kind of pick up those healthy foods.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right. Number three is try something new. And I love this. You talk about trying out a new class. You know, I just started doing yoga again after not doing it for about 14 years And it's been great. I mean, I don't, I, I, my body isn't always enjoying it. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of yoga, but I do it because I know I, I mean, I feel better after, but during, I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, But it's so nice when you can try something new. What other tips do you have around this?
1: Yeah. Um, I really anything that sort of, you know, piques your interest, I think, give it a shot. Um, a big thing for me right now is exploring different types of body weight exercises, um, and, really, really expanding because um, that's an area for me that I think I could learn a lot more in because um, I'm very accustomed to using, you know, resistance training, bands, just some kind of a tool. Um, but a lot of people have the need, uh, be it my athletes, you know, if we're on the court or something and we don't have access to equipment, then I want to be able to provide them a good workout. So those are things that I've been exploring um, that's useful for me. Uh, but, the, the idea of trying out a new class, you know, there's all kinds of um all kinds of really cool options and people are constantly coming up with new ideas. Um I think now there's uh there's some uh, a provider that uh focuses on heart rate based training as you go through their circuits um and and treadmill type type uh, cardiovascular training which I think is a fantastic option as well. Um, and it doesn't have to be sort of, you know, now you're you're sort of committing all of your exercise effort just to this one thing, but it's just something to add in a little spice to um, what you may already be doing or um, just to, you know, freshen things up if, if you haven't been exercising as much as you would like to.
0: Yeah, it is always new to try. Good, excuse me to try new things, mm-hmm. and I, I like the body weight exercises too. I notice that yeah. yoga a lot. I mean, you're really when you're going down to that chaturanga when you're you know in a, in a high plank, and then you have to like lower yourself down. I've I've almost yeah. got it. I mean, and I, my arms are so sore after yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable what you can do with your own body weight just by yeah. you know exhibiting control. You know, control over your core, control over sort of your tempo, which would be the speed at which you're doing things um, it's really powerful and really unbelievable.
0: It is. All right. Number four, define and track small goals. And I like that you said small goals, cause that is always the way to go when you're starting out. Talk to us about this.
1: Yeah. Um, this is another, another really, really big one that I think is extremely powerful, you know, and you can look to the success of defining goals really in any area of your life. Um, business of course is huge. Uh, just, you know, it's like write that goal down and you're all of a sudden way more likely to accomplish it or get closer to accomplishing it. And when you start to um, then really break it down into these little bits and pieces that are manageable to accomplish either on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, now you've really got some tangible um, momentum moving forward. So I think it's really, really powerful, Um, you know, and it can be as small as, well, when I mentioned at the beginning, uh, you know, starting to kind of get more fit when I was in college. Um, it literally started with me just saying, okay, I just need to get to the gym three days this week. And that was it. That was the small goal. Um, and I would accomplish that week after week. And once I'd sort of proven to myself, hey, I can, I can handle these little ones. Then I started giving myself, um, more significant goals, um, and kind of building on that. Um, so I think people can't really, uh, you know, you can't overestimate, um, the value of defining these goals. And there's all kinds of apps um, that, that help sort of automate that, but it doesn't necessarily need to be that official either. Um, you can write it down on a piece of paper, put it on your fridge, put it on your you know bathroom mirror, mm-hmm. um, just anything to keep that uh, reminder in front of you about what that little goal is.
0: You know, it can make it really fun. I, I tease my husband because he's obsessed. I mean, he's got the tracker that tracks every activity, everything, every every step, every whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just it makes him happy, you know. And he's super athletic and moving around. I'm thinking you don't need that. You already know that you're right. you know like a superstar. But he's still. I I need it. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would really that would really help me out. But it does. It's nice when you see. Wow, I burned this many calories, this many steps. I did this. And I think it helps that motivation.
1: Yeah, absolutely, um, and I'm I'm a huge fan of the tech products and you know the watches and all of that stuff because I think it you know it it they've people have found a way to just hit those little triggers for us um, that kind of prompt us you know something as simple as when my watch tells me I've been stand, you know sitting down for 50 minutes and I need to stand up okay great you know and it, it prompts me to stand up um, and those little things you know they do add up over time.
0: Is there one in particular that you recommend or that you really enjoy?
1: Um, I, I'm a big fan of the, the, uh, MyFitnessPal, uh, line of apps. I think those are, you know, the easiest to use that I've come across.
0: Oh, great. I'm going to try that out. All right. Moving along. The time goes by so fast. Number five, have a fallback plan.
1: Yeah, have a fallback plan. So, um, you know, uh, for those days when it is just not going to happen, um, like you said, you you know, a, a kid gets sick, right? And you can't go out. Yeah. Um, do you have a backup plan for that um, if you had a, a workout scheduled, for example? Um, so it might be something just as simple as uh, pulling a video up on YouTube. You know, perhaps if you're scheduled to go to yoga class, well, fallback plan is I'm going to be at home and I'm going to pull up a, a yoga class video, you know, online and, and do that for five minutes, 10 minutes, something like that. Um so fallback plans like that can be pretty effective. Uh, and and again, just keep you moving forward and, and feeling less likely you've had a big step backward.
0: Yeah, you know, it's nice. And there are so many great ones I found just by going to YouTube, I just did, you know, beginner yoga flow or intermediate hatha or mm-hmm. whatever the class you like, or whether it's yoga or something else. It's all there. And it's free.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Yes, yeah. And there's some, you know, just really great great resources out there. Like you said, for free, everybody's producing tons and tons of free content. um, You know, and so it may not give you kind of that coaching feedback that you could use or would normally prefer to have. um, But you're at least getting access to some ideas to keep you moving.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the coaching feedback because the last one of the six is try a virtual coach.
1: Yeah, virtual coaching is coming out real big now. Um again, just because of how accessible all of the all of the tech products have become for everybody. Um apps have moved forward just you know, they're moving forward leaps and bounds almost minute by minute um to make getting access to uh, really experienced coaches um just much easier. And you can probably find a coach um or an instructor anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Um, at this point and get access to them, get some coaching feedback for a pretty affordable price. Um, and so virtual coaching can be anything from, you know, they now have like live classes that are being offered um, through different gyms or different, uh, you know, like spinning bike type of, type of things. You can just get in and take a live class. You can also um, have access to a personal trainer or a coach uh, that, that's literally live watching your session, coaching you through that session just as if you were in their gym or they were in your your home helping you through that session. Um, So it's pretty incredible. And uh, it's something that, again, you know, if if that fits into your lifestyle and maybe you don't have a lot of time to head to the gym um, and work with a personal trainer there, um, you know, it might be a good option if you're working out at home. And, you know, just sort of use them almost like a consultant even to get some ideas or get some feedback on your form um, and make sure that everything is uh, moving forward effectively and safely.
0: Now, Sarah, before I let you go, tell us a little bit about uh, SAPT strength and performance training. Am I saying that correctly?
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. SAPT strength and performance training. um, I founded it uh, about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago now. Um, And at the time, I had been working in Division I athletics as a strength coach. And some of the athletes that I was seeing, you know, so these were were teenagers. um, But I'd also been working as a personal trainer at this time as well. Um, But the athletes that were coming in um, really didn't have the basic safe uh, kind of movement patterns that I would expect to see of a Division I athlete, meaning they just didn't know how to do simple movement patterns that we all need as humans correctly and safely. So that would be like a squat pattern, a hinging pattern, which is kind of, um, you know, the athletic position. And so I saw it as an opportunity um, to just teach people how to move correctly, how to have you know, hopefully a good experience with exercise and with strength training. um, Because I know a lot of people um, have really poor experiences with them, you know, they get hurt, um, or they just kind of get in over their head, maybe um, too soon. And so my goal with founding the company was to, you know, become a resource for people uh, and help them move into exercise in a way that's, you know, positive and, and fun. And that's,
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Sarah, this has been so great. Tell us all the ways that we can find you. And I'd love to have you back.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, the, uh, the there's a couple ways to find me. My website is saptstrengths.com. You can reach me through that. Um, I would love it if, if anybody was interested to reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at StrengthsBoss. Um, and anybody that reaches out, you know, if they'd like to, uh, to have a free program, they just need to let me know, and I'll, I'll uh, happily send them off a sample.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. And are you on Twitter as well or just Instagram?
1: Yes, yes. and same, uh, same handle, uh, strengthboss
0: I'm going to follow you <laughs> writing that down, strength boss. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to talk fitness today. I always have so much fun and I learn a ton from all these fantastic guests. If you want to learn more, you can go to radiomd.com and go to programs, click on talk fitness today. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, iHeart. Please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. It makes a big difference, brings more people to the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Health Media Gal 1. Thanks for listening, everyone, and stay well. This episode of Talk Fitness was produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to vitaminshop.com for all your wellness needs.